Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Unbeatable. Unbelievable. Undefeatable. Unbelievable. 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 He's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Unbeatable. The Akeem Olajuwon rap, unbeatable for Years ago, in the 80s, Dream had a rap. They had a rap like with everything else, just like with the Tonic Shoes. Everything Dream did just got buried and no one knew. But there's some of us out there that know about the song Unbeatable. Then he did that McDonald's commercial where he was wearing just some plain white T-shirt like Dream got. And now Dream's had a renaissance. It's every young person loves Akeem Olajuwon. They believe he's like the best center that ever played. Well, his highlights are it's unbelievable. And they're unbeatable. Unbeatable and unbelievable. They are. That's why well, nobody can find old stuff like Frank. Like Frank is uh, like Frank. Well, he's is, got an uncle. He's got an uncle who has all these jerseys. His uncle collected. His uncle partied with Rudy T. Yeah, his but, uncle look, probably had that song. Well, look at the jerseys though. The names on the jerseys. Well, I know that doesn't make any. Then, sense. I mean, there's but, guys you never heard of. Yeah. I mean, uh, Pilfrey, McIntyre. <laughs> it's like it, it's like Irish cops from. Irish cops from London in the 1890s and 1941s. White men. Hillen, Hillenhog. What was his name? Well, Hillenbrand? Hillenhog? Hildebrand? Hillen, Hillingshead. No. Hillingshead. He's talking about a show. Yeah. Oh. Just, Hilling, know, just know you're a love job. Hillinghog? Is that what you Hilling said? Hillinghead. Okay. Hillinghead. Just wondering if you were talking now, about uh, The reason we're playing this is because, you know what? When one season ends, it's the circle of life. It's nat- It's not natural selection, but it is a circle of life. As one season dies, another one is born, and the rocket season is born today. The rocket season is born today. And this is the most excited I have been, I got to tell you, in a long time, even with the James-era rockets. Now, I was very excited in 18 when they had Chris Paul, but this rocket team, very, very quick. I think I think the city of Houston is going to has gotten very lucky with a couple things. Jabari Smith was a, was a big time culture guy that is going to really show you a lot more in game two. But getting Amen Thompson in year two, but getting Amen Thompson, I think is going and losing KPJ is going to be one of the two two moves that had sub moves. Getting Udoka, yes, who got rid of the idea of James, yes, and then getting Amen yes. Thompson and then losing KPJ because of his own stupidity to me this is going to make an unbelievable difference in the future of the houston rockets i agree i agree i think and it starts with the just like it started with D'Amico. 
It starts there. It starts with discipline. It starts with a different brand of basketball. It starts with, uh, you know, bringing in a couple of names that actually can play and will change a culture here. It's going to be totally different than Steven Silas. The Steven Silas era, to me, was a lot like the Stephen Catino era. You needed a firmer hand. It, you, it was it, it was just yeah. out of control. It was it was it was unwatchable. It was unwatchable basketball for the most part. And now it's going to be disciplined. I hope it's going to be uh, defensive well, minded. It's more competitive. It's going to be effort. It's, there's going to be a serious. different effort level. Yeah. Yeah. Seriousness, competitiveness. You can still have professionalism, but it's not going to be about vibes. It's going to be about competing and professionalism. And yeah, and and I'm I'm fine with guys having fun. I don't care about the vibe check before games and all that. As long as the main thing is the main thing. And I think with Ime Adoka, and and frankly, this is why I'm a huge fan of. You know, I was a big fan of Jabari Smith because of his mindset and his dad instilled it in him and what he brings to the court. He's not about all that other you know goofy stuff like he he wants to win i'm in thompson and his brother are the exact same way yeah i'm in is very serious about That's the all game of basketball. basketball all they care yeah. about and this guy is electric i'm in thompson is going to be one of the most exhilarating athletes that we have seen come out of the city of houston now jalen green has a chance to be too if he gets really serious about it but Ahmed thompson i think is really going to unlock something special with this team they're going to have a big so, Shingun is not the best athlete. Jabari is a uh, competitive athlete. Like, he doesn't fly around, but he blocks shots. He's getting bigger and better in the offseason. You could see in the preseason, he's doing things offensively like, whoa, okay, he's leveled up here. Van Vliet's not going to be an, uh, you know, an explosive athlete. Okay, who will lead them in scoring? Uh, Jalen Green. Over under 23.5 points per game. Hmm. I think that's a pretty good number because uh, I don't think it's just going to be green light to just shoot whenever. I'm going to say slightly ahead, like maybe 23-6. I think that's a really good number. 23.5 is a good number. You like that. Okay, Fred Van Vliet, under over nine assists per game. Ooh, I'll go under. I think the ball gets too sticky. Um, Dylan, Not Bro- for him. Uh, but Dylan Brooks, under over 11 games suspended. I'm gonna say under. I think it's like seven. You think seven games this year? Yeah, that's all the the, the suspensions he'll yeah, face. I don't think he'll be. Bad. Are you sure about that? Yeah. No, of course I'm not sure. It's he Dylan was Brooks. in the game for five minutes and had got kicked yeah. out. Yeah, of course I'm not sure. Now kicked out of games also count. We're counting that as the suspension. Is. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, if you're not playing in the game, if you yeah. get if you get kicked out of all the right. game, how many suspensions plus ejections? Ejections. Ooh, jeez. That uh, that Whoa. number's got to be bigger. That's got to be like no, eleven's good. Eleven's good. Wow. I mean, he'll get kicked out probably four times. I'll say under. I think he'll hit like ten. Under over seven ju- games for a suspension. Yes, well, that's a lot time. of games multiple to be suspended. Sus- no multiple he, suspensions oh. like Rock. He's no. Dylan Brooks. You don't. He doesn't miss games for suspension. He, he just gets kicked oh, out but of games. Wait a minute. Well, He's that's trending we- towards. He's trending. I mean, no. Dell yeah. Rockets will have to suspend him at least once. Well, he's a, he's supposed to be a culture guy. Why would they have to suspend him? Well, some know. of his culture is not great. So some of his culture is not great. So you better watch yourself. You better correct is. your phrasing. Yeah. Why? 
Some of his culture is not great. Well, what he brings to the table is also hard nose. Get it? Yeah, he's hard nose, but he's got the he's, he's got bad Draymond stuff. No, he's got he's got, yeah, he does have bad Draymond. He's he is baby Draymond. He is just looking There's for no he's question. looking for smoke when he I doesn't really need yeah, it. Yeah, but the, the Draymond barely got suspended for the Dray, for punching a guy. We don't know that Dylan Brooks is an awful teammate. He's just the well, he whacks somebody in the in the. Well, that's in the other junk. players. I'm talking about what the yeah. Rockets would suspend him. Well, that will get suspended. Oh no, the Rockets may suspend. Yeah, what would the Rockets suspend him for? Maybe punching a teammate, some dream on well, stuff. He doesn't have that history. Hopefully he won't do that. I hope he doesn't, but I he may have to doesn't. punch Jalen Green at some point. I don't know. I don't know, but he may be pissed off at an email one day I because he doesn't this, play his no. I wouldn't bet on no when it's yes and no. I wouldn't just automatically fire on no for yeah. for him suspended don't by team for something. The, the, the Dylan Brooks now, ability to shows piss people up. off. Like, like Dell's right. I think... Like showing up and doing stuff that the team wants to do, I think that will be okay. But it didn't seem like they were super excited about keeping him on their roster. The, the league, the league is going to keep Dylan Brooks has a has a history. So Dylan Brooks is going to be watched oh, what, whatever he does. No, it's a mounting history. Yeah, too. absolutely. It's not like a plateauing no, history. No, no, we still haven't even maybe gotten to the top of what he's capable of. <laughs> <don't> he's ascending. <laughs> I, I do wonder if that's going to be the move more than Van Vliet if. Dylan Brooks is going to be. I don't think they'll regret Van Vliet, even though the money's crazy. I just think there's there's ancillary benefits, and I I wonder with the way Tari Eason plays, if maybe well, he's out for a while now. So we'll yeah, see. no, that's true. But I just wonder if this team says we probably shouldn't have done the Dylan Brooks deal. He's like the juice. No, I, I don't. I don't he's think a four year deal. Man. I know. I don't think that's that. A long I think time. they're gonna. I think they're gonna like what he brings to the locker room. You don't think the, they're the intensity tired, the, You don't think he'll get? They'll get tired of him at some yeah, point. Yeah, at some point. Yes. Yeah, yes, they yes, have yes, to. Yeah. I just. I don't want it. to I don't be think until, it's gonna be this year though. I want it to be like maybe year. Th- realistically, maybe year three. Right. I right. don't think. I think it'll be much earlier than that. But uh, under over Jabari points this season sixteen and a half. I'll say probably under. Yeah, about 14. He's got to be a scorer. Under, over, Alperin Well, I mean, uh, that's just it. I think Alpi's going to be. Yeah, I think Alpi will go over. I think Alpi and, you know, Alperin, I think it goes like this. Jalen Green, Alperin, Shingoon. Van Vliet. Ooh. I'm going to say Jabari. Right below him, Van Vliet. And then below that, uh, Amen Thompson. Really? Oh, I don't think Amen's going to score that much. I no. think he'll be over. I think Amen's going to struggle with his shot. I think, I think you're going. I think that's good. that's a work in progress. The, sh- the shooting has gotten better, but his open court—he's so fast. Mm. I think he's going to get a lot of easy baskets. I think that he's going to have a hard. Because he's not going to be posting up shoot like he's not going to be posted up at the three point line just waiting to catch. And well, let's shoot. not forget Brooks. He's going to get. He's going to get some points too. I mean, so yeah, he'll get six, seven. No, he'll he'll he'll. Take yeah, you want to talk about a busted shot? Dylan Brooks hasn't been able to do anything. No, but well, yeah, no, there is. That. I think Amon's been better shooting in the uh, in the preseason. Okay, under over wins thirty two and a half. Well, the number is thirty one, right? Thirty one and a half. Is that what it is? Somebody at our station fired on the over. Really? Uh huh. There was a little discussion out there, and somebody we were talking about uh, whether or not fans would be more excited about the Texans or Rockets moving forward, and I think it's going to be Texans, but. I think the Rockets are going to have a lot of excitement. I really do. Uh, I think we finally are out of the doldrums with both teams. So I would say, as a matter of fact, i got some odds that you'll have an interest in with the Houston Texans. But um, I think they go over that. I think they challenge for a playoff spot. And I, I wouldn't have thought that previously, 
But but really? uh, yeah, I really believe Jabari's growing up faster than expected from a from a basketball standpoint. I think his game is maturing. Um, I think I've I've seen it before where young talented players were like splashy, but then they all of a sudden go to really effective very very quickly. I got a feeling that's going to happen with the Rockets. I think by next year they are going to be a team that that people that are, are that that will be able to park it in the mid 40s potentially with wins by next year not this year but i think this year 38 is probably that's a, a huge jump dude. it's a huge jump that but i think it's huge jump. i actually think it's reasonable with the the, the lineup is much different <clears throat> it is much different there's no question i mean i know that three plus of the, the guys, coaching is much different. three of the guys are still the same but they're also all going to be better basketball players they right. should all be better basketball players the coaching to me john makes all the difference in the world i thought the rockets could have won six more games yeah. If, if with just a little accountability. Here are the teams last year who won 38 in that 30 to 42 range. 38, by the way, the the Mavericks won 38. They kind of quit on the year after acquiring Kyrie very late. You know, they they kind of tanked. What got into the what got into the playoff? The plan. Um, well, in the West, wins? in the West, 40 wins got you into the play-in. So they'll compete for it. I, I don't know that they'll be in the play-in, but they'll right. compete for it. Hopefully they'll be close, man. If they get off to a good start, if they get a good feeling, if they, if the, if if the culture takes over right away, Emay's Emay's culture, uh, Van Van Vliet's culture, uh, Dylan Brooks' tenacity. I think you know what you're going to see a, a different. It's going to be totally, totally different. If if Jalen buys in, if Jalen can play, and Alpi, you know what he's he's, he's limited. Still getting better as, though, as, man. As much as he'll give effort, he's still limited. Listen. Jokic is limited defensively too, and you You're see the MVP on him. Keith. He, Keith put, put, he, he put Hakeem on him or two at one point. No, no, he's he is more he is more talented at this stage of his career, more more basketball talented than Akeem Olajuwon. Akeem was the far superior athlete, but I watched Akeem throughout his U of H time. But um, I'm just telling, and and his Rockets time. But I'm telling you now, there's no reason that he can't do a lot of the things that that. Uh, uh, that Jokic does. He won't do it on his level, but the scoring, the setting other people up with his passing, I'm not saying anything that we don't all agree with. He's a Shingun is a, a beautiful passer. He sees the game. He sees the floor. He can take people off the dribble from the high post. He's got some range as a shooter. Like Alperin has some moves around the basket. His work with Dream a couple years in a row now. There's no reason to believe Alperin Shingun is not going to keep getting better offensively. The question is what kind of Effort does he give defensively? Can you find a, a rim? You know, can you play any kind of rim protecting basketball around him? Uh, but this Houston Rocket team is going to be fun to watch this year. I think it was supposed to be last year, and then ultimately you just get caught up in it, just gets too drippy. I, I just think vibes matter too much to them. I think they wanted to have their fun, and they had somebody who couldn't write the ship with Steven Silas. That is not the case anymore. No, and and and. You talk about these – look, there's a lot of things that are the same from this Rockets team, but it's so different in terms of the ingredients. Like if you make a – if you are going to make a uh, – you know, if you're going to make a dish and you start changing the ingredients, Udoka is a way different ingredient than Steven Silas. Uh, Van Vliet is a way different ingredient than Kevin Porter. Like it's not even the same cake you're baking. You, you've changed the ingredients altogether. So why would it not look a lot different on the court this year? Well – if if the stars, you know, if Jabari takes a step 
Jalen didn't take a step last year. We'll see if he's more disciplined. We'll, we'll see whether or not he plays defense. We'll see if he doesn't get into uh, Udoka's doghouse. There were times he played good defense last year, though, actually. Mm. Yeah, okay. no, he was on the ball. Mm. He showed a lot. Like, he really improved defensively. You're right. I would say on the whole he didn't improve. I think a lot of that is because he's not – He's in a growth. He's in a growth sector of his career, and you got to have a coach that can help. Then, and, and that's what that's what will if he'll take the coaching. Which, uh, by all by all accounts, by all accounts, by all accounts, he's been working. He's in been the working season. harder. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He went right to Fred as soon as Van Vliet was was signed. He went there, and you know, I think Van Vliet got him there. Yeah, yeah. So keep that in mind. Uh, that's, you know, but you know who will get you there if you have a, an an injury issue? John Daspit. John Daspit will get you there. He will fight for you. He will help change the uh, the culture of the situation for you. You know, with with personal injury lawyers, a lot of them are just looking to they're just looking to make a buck, right? They will they will work with the insurance agent to get the quickest settlement they can for you. They'll try to push it up a little bit, and and then they're on to the next one. They don't really care about you. They don't really care about what goes on. They just want to have a, uh, as many cases as they can get. And that's that's just the honest truth. That's why you don't see John Daspit doing the, the gimmicky stuff. John Daspit is here. He's from the city of Houston, graduated high school here, went to school at Texas, and then uh, law school at University of Houston. He's involved in the communities. He's involved with youth organizations. And the great thing about John Daspit is that he is going to fight for you. He is going to represent you like you're a member of the family. He's going to make sure that all of the your doctor's bills, medical bills are taken care of, your physical therapy, your time missed from work, anything that impacts you and especially the finances, he will make sure he takes care of. And then he looks out for the pain and suffering that you've had to endure due to someone else's negligence. And I don't care if it's out on the roadways, if it's at work, if it's at another location, he is going to make sure that your rights are protected and he fights against those the, the settlements of the uh, the lawyers on the other side who are trying to get the best deal possible for their clients. Make sure that John Daspit is a phone call away at 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW or DaspitLaw.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Dude. Like I told my last wife, I says, honey, I never drive faster than I can see. Besides that, it's all in the reflexes. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back here on ESPN. Did I just, what, tell me when the mic is on. I, I tell you, you yeah. can hear it. Look at your, no, look to I your can't. right. It's just ridiculous. Or, hey. you know, what you can do is turn it on yourself so you're always prepared. Listen. Okay, I, d- I just want you to know that that's awful. That's not professional. You can't though. hear Thank me you. through the earbuds anyway because that doesn't work anymore. So it, you, it, it, it does. I can't tell you anything. You can't hear me. Yeah, I can. Do it. No. I can hear it. Yeah, I can hear you. They fixed it? Yeah. Um. All right, so let's uh, go over the Astros offseason for a minute here. Talk about a couple of things. So the Astros have guaranteed contracts with all the all of the principles that you have to have. Jordan is signed through 2028. Christian Javier 27. McCullers 26. Abreu 25. Uh, Montero 25. Now the guys that are here to, through next year: Bregman and Altuve. 
Altuve, you're going to get a deal done with. Altuve is going to be a Houston lifer. Yeah. Probably a five-year deal. Ooh. Quite possibly. Well, you're putting him in a 3,000 hit category. No, he's not going to be. You know, you do. he has the largest contract in team history. Okay. 151 million. And he's the best Astro in team history. Yeah. yeah. Yes. 151 million dollars was his last contract. Bregman is probably looking at Manny Machado's deal and saying, I am going to get paid. I don't know that he's going to, I don't think he'll get Machado money. Can't he just take 40, 25 million at four years? Can't we just do like a hundred? I've got some Astros contracts I'd like to hand out. Maybe four years, a hundred million for you. Jose will do five at twenty five million for twenty five million is the cap. We can't go. Well, how old? How old do you think Bregman is? Breggy, uh, well, he played college baseball, so let's say twenty one, and then uh, he was uh, came out. Well, he came out in fifteen, so then fifteen plus uh, eight years. Eight. I'm gonna say twenty nine. Twenty nine. Yeah, It'll be thirty after this deal is up. In so baseball, he's that's still okay. got a lot, a lot of baseball. Yeah, there. I would say up until about thirty-four. Will he is normal? Will he get the biggest contract in Astros history? Um, will he exceed the one fifty-one? It's crazy that anyone not named Alvarez is getting the biggest contract in Astros history. Well, he already took it. He's got a hundred and three still left through two thousand twenty-eight. Who Jordan? Jordan. He's going to regret. As soon as he signed that, I said, oh, he's going to regret this. There's no. When, when this deal is uh, his last year of this deal, he's going to be like, really, guys? Really? You guys are giving me $20 million And guys know. are making. Uh, he, guys of his ilk will be making 40 It's interesting. You know, 40 the, for, uh, more. The one thing we've seen with Latin American players, Cuban players, is they take the front end money mm-hmm. and they don't. They don't play the long game, and you know, I mean, it's understandable if you yeah, if get, you come yeah. from difficult circumstances and you want to lock in the money. But teams definitely, you know, play to that, and that's there's nothing wrong with teams doing that. I mean, they're offering they're offering money in advance. Yeah, they're taking a chance because this is all guaranteed. So, but uh, they also understand that you know Kyle Tucker, George Springer, they weren't going to do those deals. Uh, the players who have American roots typically. Don't take that as often if they understand value and they're playing the long game. So you have good deals. You've had good deals in advance with with Jose Altuve, uh, potentially with Christian Javier. If you you know if he flips back into Javier, but we'll, we got to wait and see on that one. Uh, with Jordan, it's it's a phenomenal deal. For his the team. D- his deal last year made he he got paid seven. Who Jordan. But he's still this in, past season. Yeah, he's still arbitrary. Ten so. next year, fifteen, yeah. twenty six, twenty six, and twenty six. Yeah, it's uh, it's very team. It's extremely team friendly. But they gave it to him early. They bought out fifteen million dollar deal. So Jordan yeah. decided to, I want to take the money early yep. and lock it in. So that uh, instead of going to free agency, Kyle Tucker has said, No, I don't want to do that. right. Well, Kyle. T- and, well, here's the deal, though. So Kyle Tucker is probably scheduled this offseason. What do you think his number is uh, is likely to be in his arbitration? His number? Yeah. Like 14 million. 12. Okay. 12-6. That's what he's Fromber asking for. Fromber 12-1. No, that's what they're projecting. A player of his, yes. Yeah. He made 5 this year. 
Oh, no. That's 12 why is I, a big jump. Well, I always knew he was going to be double digits because yeah. it, it changed. There was a huge change yeah, this, last year. And, and uh, by the way, this postseason, while it is going to be used against him in a court of law, in a court of arbitration, it's not going to be that. It's not going to be that penal for him. It's just not. No, and I thought it was going to be, like I said, I think he's going to ask for around $14 million, But I've always said the whole time I thought that he'd be around 12, double digits, because that's what the numbers were last year. So, Kyle's going to be there. So Garcia doesn't project to get back until pro- possibly all, after the All-Star break. Is it that long? Yeah, for his, with his Tommy John. And McCullers, who knows? Do you deal Urquidy, who's probably a yes. $3.5 million guy yes. right now? Ur- Urquidy's gone, yeah. <sighs> Let's be real. You've got a glut of pitching, and unfortunately it was a glut of great pitching last year. Now it's a glut of, like, I still need to see certain things. I mean, Garcia's coming off an injury. Lance McCullers is always injured. Javier was just wildly ineffective at times this year, and so was Hunter Brown. But... But Urquidy is a guy who we've seen his ceiling. He's it's time to move on from Urquidy. He'll be a starter for another team, and then you go get a you go get a prospect for him. You know somebody that you consider you still need a good prospect. depth though. I mean, with with the three starters that you know for sure, in Verlander, Fromber, and Javier, you've only got Hunter Brown and JP France behind him. I think I think still you, you still need starters. that insurance for three and a half million dollars. I wouldn't got, get rid of. We Urquidy. got Whitley. You've got <laughs> yeah, you got you know. any number? Oh yeah, Whitley. no. I, I think there's no chance Urquidy's still here. I think Urquidy's a hundred. I don't know. Gone. Not with not with not with Garcia and, and McCullers still unhealthy. I would keep them. Well, what's just gonna, as what are you doing with them? Well, then he could go to the bullpen and then be a spot starter. That's what. That's and what, what about JP France? JP France is a starter. He's going to be your fifth starter. Well, not, well, when Garcia comes back, well, that's it, it after the All Star break. Yeah, but if Garcia uh, Garcia McCullers, that's fine. I'm not saying JP France isn't going anywhere, but Garcia McCullers McCullers should be well, back. Then you got to stay healthy unless McCullers through through the All Star break. But unless McCullers healthy. retires, he should be here this to start the season. Uh, not necessarily. Oh, come on! If you say not necessarily, then he might as well just retire. Why? Well, how long? John, he's pitched like 14 games in three years. I know, I know. Well, what are we doing? Well, if why do you think that's changing? He couldn't pitch this year. Well, how long do you need to get it better? If it's not getting better after a year and a half, like, aren't you just permanently hurt? I don't, I, it's Lance McCullers. What are you talking I, I, I about? I get it, I get it. But you've got a lot of time to heal and physical therapy. Like, if it's not ready now, you this will be well over a year how long does it take to heal? It, what exactly is the problem? His forearm, and you know what? Which is tied to the elbow. And it's always hurt. Always. Get the massage gun on it. That one that oh, they do. Massages. We don't need that here. Yeah. Massa- we don't need that in the city anymore. The massage guns? Yeah, no. Uh, no, we don't need any, any any massages. A good deep tissue massage can break up that. Mm. And and that's that's what we're talking about. John, you've got a neck. Do you, have you ever had a I sent you to that place that's really good. I know. And they helped you. Yeah, they did. They, they yeah. Me. Did they, they do anything? Did you try to have a special I didn't, towel? I, I, no, I had a big towel. Okay. Yeah, I know. And it went. A actually, they put, you under, they put you under covers, under actually, sheet. under yeah. sheets, yeah. like a professional does, not right. hand towels. But uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, or not, you know, wash rags. But no, right. massages mostly are, are the way they're supposed to be. Oh. You're talking about the. The special ones off of Instagram direct message. Okay, if you could have one position, you're going to need bullpen help, obviously, because Stanek is probably I, gone. Maton might be gone. Adnaris might be gone. You're going to you're going to have to fill in a bullpen. That that's fine. You can find bullpen help. Whatever. That that'll be good, and we'll see how good Dana Brown is if he's good as a click. 
If you could have one position, what would it be? Oh, man. I mean, the reality is probably starter. It's so important. Uh, well, now I'm going to say I'm going to take a chance that the new pitching coach gets things right. And so I'm going to take a chance and say um, outfield. Yeah, center. Yeah. I think uh, center field. Put McCormick in left. Get a really good center fielder. Uh, oh, I think you let Dubon and McCormick battle it out. And what in left? I think Dubon is a, a utility guy. No, he, I think he he, he probably look. Ledmus Diaz, Marwin, those are really good utility guys. That's fine if sure. if if he's that. But sometimes he gets like he just really saw the ball well in the second half of the season. He doesn't yeah, strike out a lot. He does some things that, pitch, that analytics but, Astros but like. Chaz has got to play every. Listen, Chaz's numbers were fantastic. Yeah, I think he's got to play every. At day. some point, you got to give him the chance to show you. Yeah. Okay, if he's not the guy, but he's got to have a chance because he had a 900 OPS. Like you have to, you have to see what he can do. You just keep Dubon as because you know what you're going to have injuries. He's going to fill in all over the place. If Jeremy Pena doesn't get it right, he might have to play some a lot of shortstop. We'll see. Let Dubon continue to be the utility guy. Go get your center fielder like a Michael Taylor, uh, Michael A. Taylor from the Twins, or you know a really good center fielder that can track stuff down in a huge ballpark in a huge center field. And and then you go from there. I mean, there's that's you know a Kermeyer, uh, Kevin Kermeyer. That would be great. Yeah, that I know would he be won't good. be as good offensively, but you know what? You you, you got to have a, maybe a hole in that lineup, and maybe Jeremy Pena actually will will get, be able to lift a ball over somebody's head this year. Is Chaz going to be able to pass the fitness test after another offseason? Well, season Dusty's of eating? gone, and so, so he's not bringing a pudding. Okay, pudding pudding pops are out. Well, now. he came in thick. Thickums before the well, before you don't know Dusty, Dusty started wasn't feeding him. Putin's coming pops. in at, t- at two ten. Although he does say he just hits he with more power right. when he's heavier. So do we expect him to get heavier? Yeah, yeah actually. Yeah. Well, no, I think you he's where he's going to be. I don't think he's going to keep going. Like no, I'm going to hit forty five hundred. More cracklins. That's what he needs. No, more. don't start yeah. giving our players cracklins. cracklins. That's what he needs. You can't just Boombalatties is going to be his new name. If you keep eating cracklins, Chaz McThickums is what I call him. Chaz McThick. He's going to get heart disease and have weight. The sodium count's going to be too high for him. He's young. He can get through it. All right. It's it's not like everybody in Louisiana dies right away as soon as they eat cracklins. Now, Chaz. They last until at least 40. Chaz did strike out 117 times in in, uh, 457 (laughs) plate appearances. Um,. Dubon had about the same plate appearances and, and struck out 70 times. but And Dubon had 19 walks. Chaz has 40 walks, so a higher percentage of walks for Chaz. Uh, they both, their batting average was basically the same. Chaz's OPS actually ended up at 842, so it really did fall off. Well, he also number. got, a, he was limited a lot of times in, in, and intermittently played a, a lot towards the ML. I mean, Who I, had I just, more we'll, stolen see, bases? we'll see. Who had more stolen bases? <clears throat> Chaz. Yeah, way more. Yeah. 19 to 7. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we got to take a break. Coors is what we're talking about. Coors Light is what we're talking about. Spencer, you're in here. You guys got any thoughts about the Rockets or the Astros, what we just talked about? And we got some Texan stuff we got to get to as well. All you got to do right now, though, is let's go. Coors Light. Cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Light. I had a few. I met uh, my buddy over at uh, Kirby Ice House yesterday. We had a couple of pops. It was awesome. And, uh, you know, that's a great way to start your evening. And then went over uh, and, and had a few more with my boys uh, over at Lulings, and, and it's just a great way to get home, to, to unwind after a tough, tough day of work. Like we, like here, we grind it out, okay? And we are putting, there's so much pressure, and it's such a grind that you need to unwind. 
afterwards. So that's what I do. I'd like to do that every day, immediately after. Not Maybe not at 10 in the morning, but, you know, 10, 15, 10, 20. Let's go. It's time to co- get cold, clean, crisp, and refreshing Coors Light. If you have a tough day, there's nothing better than that ice-cold beer afterwards. It just make, it makes everything chill because you you if you've got pressure on you like we do here, then it's just time for you to get cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Light to chill out. Chill, baby, with Coors Light. ESPN 97.5 on Twitch. I don't get it. You never know what you're going to get. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Let's go. 713-780-3776. The number two. Get in here with us on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You know, we still have a lot of leftover Astros stuff. I do think we need to jump back on the Texans. You and I both talked about the fact that for the first time in, I don't know, ever, was super bummed out about them being on a bye week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rockets start tonight. I want it. We have to get to this Michigan story. It keeps getting worse and worse. They they are in line for. I I don't think Jim Harbaugh. I don't think he's going to. Oh, survive I think this, this is going to be a. Have I, you read the latest? Yeah, it's pretty hard to get away. Have you seen the video of him standing next to the defensive coordinator talking to him during the Ohio State game? I didn't the see Stallions that. guy. Yeah, it's it's going to get worse and worse and worse the more that gets. Unplugged, and I think Jim Harbaugh is going to re- resign. Is what I think. That's my guess of what eventually happens. I don't know how he can be. I mean, look at look at all the people who get tied up, and I, I know some of the instances are different. You know, the Art Briles thing, but you start asking yourself, how did this person not know? How did AJ Hinch not know? How did Jeff Leno not know? How did it, it, it's impossible for people at the very top not to know certain things? But I don't want to get too far into Michigan because I want to lay out all the facts because a lot of people. Look, probably haven't followed this story because of the Astros have been such a big topic. But this Michigan story, the, holy the NCAA crap. is is toothless, and there have been there's it's been a much more egregious than than this. And and oh by the way, when all, all these teams, all these teams say we knew what Michigan was doing, and we changed all of our signs all through well, every it week. Matter, and then they, they did they went to wristbands, and it, I think I think quite frankly, but Michigan I, has gotten to the. But Michigan, two years in a row, has gotten to the college football playoffs, and this year they're undefeated. Didn't Harbaugh look- just tell the NCAA to f off? I'm not yeah. listening to your suspension. I'm not listening yeah. to you. And then the I, I, then the school decided to suspend him. Like if anything's going to happen to Harbaugh, it'll be Michigan themselves. Oh, I think he is going. Well, I want to get into it a little later because I want to lay everything out. But I think that this is going to get worse and worse and worse because as soon as this guy gets connected to Harbaugh, if he does. There's no way that he's just acting on his own. No, like, the number of tickets he bought and yeah. everything else. I mean, it's yes. We'll tell you, where we'll tell he you was positioned. And oh, by the way, they've got video of him. 45 yards. Yeah, shooting. I mean, it's, it's super egregious. The NFL yeah, but you know what, on, what, what happened with the Patriots when they were doing it? Uh, slap on the wrist. You I know, don't know, it's man. It's stealing signs. But look at... Look at I mean, it's not. There's, yeah, they, they of course you would say that no, you're an Astros fan. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't. Of course, bang you'd any minimize. Tra- you'd, you'd minimize cheating. It's. It's, it's not that. You're an Astros deal. fan. It's not that big a deal. It's, it's not, literally going to the college football playoffs mm-mm. two years in a row, maybe three years in a row, while you're while you're well, building signs. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Oh well. Um, <laughs> oh well. Exactly. See, no accountability, John. I, he goes from corporate Johnny 
to, to just run and stop. Like I think John. I'm with him. I don't think Harbaugh will probably just say it's time for me to go to the NFL. Nothing will happen. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I'm talking about, though. That, that is, but it, well, that's but him, he, basically. I think he would have done that anyway. Yeah, and he, he's about sick of it. This is like the 900th thing with Jim Harbaugh. Well, I know, but that's his. That's his whole. He'll thing. make the playoff again and for, maybe win it this time. Yeah, Jim, and won't, and Jim won't be there. Nothing will happen. No. He won't. He's not going to be there anymore. This will chase him out for sure. And then they won't punish Michigan because the the main offender's gone. Well, well and, tell and, it to oh, USC. Toothless. Well, NCAA what about USC? That was when the NCAA actually could do stuff. Yeah, Wait, there's no reason that they can't do anything now. What are y'all basing? They got on? no energy you, for it. Yeah. They got no what? They, they don't have the energy for it. They don't have, do they stuff. Don't, they're, they're too honestly. The NCAA can't step in and punish. There's still suspensions that are levied. Where you're Who? talking about more nil when? stuff. Where? Where? All they have to do is step in and say you're, and you say no. I'm, I'm going to appeal and no. Then no. You, then you have to fight. <laughs> I mean, well, and if you fight, the NCAA will it's probably literally lose. not a governing body anymore. It's just it's it's worthless. The NCAA is literally worthless. It's it. it, it Mark Emmert destroyed the NCAA. And oh, by the way, I think that going forward, you're going to see that the Power Five schools are going to just break away and say we're governing ourselves. We don't need NCAA. Nah, there's Go gonna be, there's going to be somebody. Some point, extremely quickly, somebody's going to be in charge of it. And nothing. You ha- by the way, you there's can, going to be can't an be Lord of the freaking flies in in football where nobody does. They everyone does what they want. No one listens to any punishments. It can't. It can't be that. You have to have rules and it regulations. It is what it is. It is what it is. No, for nil. And, and for that's the biggest, the most egregious cheating there is. Okay, buying players, poaching them off other teams. That and and there's nothing being. That's done. not egregious. That's just that's been going on. No, not poaching from other teams. That, not nearly as much as You could stop it quickly if you implemented, once again, you got to wait a year. That would, that would shut a lot of that down. The, well, it doesn't matter. They're not. The they don't. That, the Why? Thing because they opened the floodgates. In a great world, yes, that would be great, but it's not happening. But everyone wanted to do away with it, and now look what happens. What, be careful. That's happening. It's happening well, right now. Well, that's what I'm saying. And it's going on, and nothing and is being done about before it. Before you make moves, think. That was an easy it was easy to project that this would happen. And the you NCAA can't did nothing. Undo all the barriers. You can't do un- undo Wait, all the barriers. You're living in this world. It's what it is right now. It is what it is right now. And the NCAA is doing nothing about it. Poaching players from other teams, buying them from other teams, is much worse than what Jim Harbaugh was doing. I don't much know. Worse. It's it's. I don't know if you have a competitive advantage. That's still considered. Oh, I, I still all you consider have to do that, is go to the wristband. That's all you have to do. I still consider and that allegedly almost every team. Has gone to the wristband against Michigan. I still can. Did you just see just the other day what happened with with Greg Schiano and his comments? No. Yeah, at halftime he already knew. Like there's oh, yeah, some yeah, things yeah. going on. You yeah, saw yeah, it, I'm sure. That. Yeah, I saw he that. goes that aren't well, right. Well, that was last year, and then they. Oh, that was last and year. And then because of the story, what was Greg Schiano discussing? What was he? What was he alluding oh, to? Oh, yeah. that's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Uh, let's get Spencer in here. He wants to talk about the Astros. Let's get him in. What do you say, Spencer? Hey, boys. So. um... You know, looking at the Astros moving forward, uh, I think they are in pretty good shape for 2024. But the biggest question in my mind is what's going to happen in the offseason. Because, you know, it's better to not make a move than to make a bad move. And, you know, last offseason was an absolute disaster. Um, They overpaid Montero, overpaid Abreu, and brought back uh, Michael Brantley. And and it's three bad signings. And... If the Astros have another bad offseason like that, it's going to be a real problem. Um, because it was funny listening to y'all talk about moves to make. I don't necessarily disagree by bringing a center fielder. I just don't know who's out there. However, I do know that there are people like, 
the Oscar Hernandez, Lord of Guriel, hitters like that, that you could hopefully bring in to play left field and just let Chaz play center for crying out loud. And, you know, we have to have more starting pitching. We have to have more starting pitching. I mean, last offseason was terrible in the starting pitching, and look what happened. And we have to have more starting pitching. It's just that simple because, I mean, you've got you've got nothing but question marks. I love Verlander, but he's older. Then you have Framer Valdez, who's, you know, he's, you know, the coin has spoken. He's either a shutout or six runs. Javier is either a red deal or these, you know, waist high fastballs, more coin speaking. And they just, you know, they have a ton of question marks. And you don't have to have like a Blake Snell or somebody like that. Just go get a starter who can pitch five to seven innings every time out and just give your chance to team to win. Give your team a chance to win. Because too often during the regular season in the playoffs, you would have Framber or Javier just get lit up like a Christmas tree and you don't really have a chance. And so move on from there, see what happens with Diaz. I think he's the first baseman of the future because he's such a good hitter. And, you know, I think he'll be the first baseman after next season. I think a Braves little renaissance at the end of the season was fool's gold. He was garbage. No, and no you got him for you have fifty eight million more. Back. I'm gonna have to stop we're gonna have to stop it there, Spencer. <clears throat> no. A Braves is gonna be your first baseman for the next two years. You got fifty eight million dollars. He's not going anywhere. He and oh by the way, he's Jose Abreu. And look what he did. You well, know why would he, he not went be through the, a lull, there's no question about that. Why would Diaz not be the catcher though? Yeah, he's gonna be the catcher. Now you might want to save his knees after two years. Yeah. After a, after Abreu leaves after two years. From no, now, that's a good point. He'll probably move to first Because he can base. actually run a little bit. So, yeah. yeah, and I could see. And look, you might just you may just have Abreu with some. By the last year, Abreu may not be a non-factor. Or he may be DHing sometime or whatever. And the, but, other, the other point is, is if you got to get rid of Maldonado because you just can't have him on the bench because the pitchers and – it would be too tempting for the pitchers to have Maldonado sitting there. Um, if that's the case, you might bring in a Grandal. Here's the thing about 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 Yiner is that he's not apparently. I don't know that he puts the work in. I don't know if he knows uh, well enough. Uh, he's obviously learning his trade. Dusty talked about that. He wasn't the best guy to throw to because the guys did want to throw to Maldonado. Period. They just did. So uh, if he gets better at it, then maybe he will be the catcher long term. Guys have played catcher and been able to, to withstand it. The Yachty years and uh, and for, for years uh, the Posies they've been able to withstand it. But if he doesn't get better at receiving, if he doesn't get better at calling pitches, if he doesn't get better knowing the hitters and and everything that take that it takes, then maybe after a couple of years, uh, he's he is that first baseman. Um, because if you can have a hitting catcher like Yiner can hit. <laughs> what a bonus. What yeah. a bonus that is. Maybe a Grandal comes in here, or maybe Maldonado sits and becomes a bench coach the next year. Mm-hmm. We'll see. But, um, no, you, Abreu ain't going anywhere. Abreu's here. Well, you can't. You 58 can't million. Anywhere. Yeah, but you don't have to pay a player just because – you don't have to play them just because you pay them. There's nothing that says that. Play the best players. You They're going to get paid regardless. You don't have to double up a mistake by playing somebody just because yeah. you're paying them, if they're well, going to get paid anyway. Yeah, but right now, that's not the not question. Mistake, yeah. yeah, I mean, right now, well, I think it is going to be a, a bad contract, well, but, um, but, but right now he's hitting well. Yeah. So there's no, you know, you have no concern about. <laughs> he it. turned it around. There's no question. And by the way, there's 38 million left on his deal. 58 total. Um, 
So Chastain Ford is what we're talking about right now. Oh, by the way, awesome, awesome. Uh, I I got uh, just awesome, awesome news from Chastain Ford. I mean, it is fantastic what Chastain Ford is doing right now. If you're looking for the best way to get into that Ford car or truck, the newest offer, a big deal, $2,500 off MSRP on Super Duty Lariats or 0% for 36 months in stock right now. They've got them. So the Lariat is just beautiful. It's an F-150 that is awesome. $2,500 off on Super Duty, Super Duty Lariats. You're looking for the best deals. Chastain Ford is here for you. They're going to give you all of the rebates. There's a lot of dealerships that are holding this back, and they keep the $2,500. Oh, look, at we made more money. That's not the case with Chastain Ford. They're just going to give you everything that they possibly can so that you get into that Ford car or truck at the best deal you can possibly get. This is happening every single day. It's what the Chastangs do. They love their <clears> – <throat> they want you to be part of the family. You're not going to go there just once and buy that vehicle. You're not going to say, okay, well, I'm not going – you're going to – if you – they do more return business. They do more business with businesses because businesses know that this is the place to go get the best deal and the best service. You should know that too. If you're looking for that Ford car or truck and this Super Duty Lariat right now, ChastingFord.com on 610 at Homestead, not Homestead. Five minutes from downtown Ford. Get over here! ESPN 97.5, the only Houston sports station with a bidet. Red sun rises. Blood has been spilled this night. Excellent. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's the offensive masterminds running an outside zone on your intelligence. John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back. 750 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. we got a full border here. Everybody wants to talk Astros and some Texans here. Um, 713, oh, this is all. This is, uh, the Texans guy hung up, which there is some Texans news that we will get to uh, in the very near future. But we got people, we told them to call, and y'all are calling, and you want to talk about your Astros. Uh, first up will be Joshua. What's up, Joshua? Again, love the show. Always listening. Hilarious as always. Um, upset, just like some other callers uh, with the Astros loss. Um, I, I got to say, I mean, Lance, it sounds like you're talking about blowing it up, uh, losing everybody but Stanek, I don't necessarily know if I agree with the blow-up. I'm not um, in favor of it. Every- what makes you think that I'm in favor of blowing it up? There, you were very contradictive of the bullpen pitchers. And Are you talking about yesterday are- or today? Well, I'm still emotional. Yes, I'm still emotional yesterday and today. No, no, yeah. yesterday I, I for sure talked about, I don't think you have to just give Norris the money. I think you can find bullpen guys. I will say that. But I don't think that's really blowing it up. I just think that's, I don't want to, well, you're, I mean, I did, to reset for people, I did say it's worth at least having a conversation in that building about if you can't hang on to Kyle Tucker long-term, what do we think the value is coming back? Yeah, I did have that conversation. You're right. All right. 
Is there a chance that Verlander comes back next season, you think? He is for sure coming back. He's back next season. Has he said that? Yeah. He's he's under under contract. contract. No, I know he's under contract. Well, where's he going? Well, but he had to make a decision if he wanted to keep playing. He decided he would the year before last. Is there any chance uh, that he would? The Mets are picking up $31 million of his 43. Yeah. So it's good. No, you mean you're talking about if Verlander wants to still keep pitching. Is that what you're saying, Lance? Yeah. Not if he's, not if the Astros are willing to pay him. Oh, no, no. I'm not talking about that. Does Justin want to keep playing baseball? Oh, yeah. I don't. Well, that's I, exactly I heard what that I was he talking doesn't about. want to play baseball. Well, he's forty. I, you know, he said two years ago he had to. He decided he was going to come back he and play. He ain't forty three on the table. I mean, I guess not. But I think between he and Kate Upton, there's not a like it's forty three. He'll never get to obviously in his life. No, unlikely. But um, I don't know many guys that just leave forty three. I guess my question would be: Do the Astros actually have a number one starter next year? Uh, by performance, not by reputation or name. Right, yeah, not- Verlander's still number one starter. The Verlander we saw? Yeah. How many? Ver- mm. I think he's the mid-level number one right now. Yeah, he's I not mean, an he's ace. Not- is he an ace? He's not top of the... Is he uh, still an ace? No, not... not. No, in name he is. We feel like he is. But I think the reality of the numbers and his age are that he's not an ace. And I and I hold ace. Ace is a tight phrase. Like, it's reserved for about eight pitchers maybe in the league. He was an ace last year, right? 2022. Oh, yeah. He's a young award. But what we saw this year with the Mets and with us. Not an ace. Not an ace. No, he's a one. He's a... He became an SP1, I think, but he's not a like a top-level SP1. So, in other words, the Astros don't have one because Fromber's not an ace either. No, Fromber Fromber looked like he was, but it's hard Mm. to get there now with him being... Like, Fromber has a lot to prove after this year. A lot. No, but I think Fromber's a really good two who has won stuff and can become an ace. I think Fromber, the, in general, Fromber, you take away Fromber two months. You know, if, if if we had a two-month bad run for Alex Bregman, Alex Bregman played poorly for about a year and a half to two years. And everyone's got really good feelings about him now. It, is it crazy that Fromber has one off second half of the season, and now everything is like... By the way, he's not the only pitcher. It's multiple pitchers had bad had bad seasons this year, which is which to me is very damning for Josh Miller. But Fromber was one of them who... who's in the World Series. Fromber, uh, yeah, Stromby's guys. But you couldn't get out. Like, Fromber couldn't get out of it at the end. Christian Javier, really, all year long, was just not the same Javier. Hunter Brown was not the same Hunter Brown. Like, this has to be addressed you're, you're, I know we're talking about getting pitching, but your pitching is really good. Verlander, Fromber, Brown, and 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 uh, uh, Christian Javier should be way. I don't care who your fifth starter is. That should be good enough to win at the highest levels. Yeah. These guys' talent? No. Are you kidding me? No one should be able to match. Are the, you serious? The, are you serious? No one should be able to match the the Astros' top four. Mm-hmm. Nobody in baseball should be able to match Javier Brown. Fromber, but now we have to get past, okay, you, you can't just fall on, well, his name is Justin Verlander. You can't just say, well, Christian Javier, 2022. Like, now we've got to see results because the latest thing we've seen is not good enough, and it does have you thinking, man, do they need to add pitching? Like, do they need to add pitching? Before it was they had a glut of pitching. Now it's like, I don't know. Yeah, but Garcia and, and Lance will come back. Doesn't really matter. Doesn't matter. Well, Lance, I to, to me... I don't even know what you. Lance I just a, honestly don't know what you do with Lance. Lance ain't because, walking through that door anytime soon. 
He's another guy that misses half the season. Yeah, and he did have a surgery. A, a, a surgery. This uh, he had a surgery during the season that they say puts him on. At least if we trust Jackie, he said it. It uh, it puts him on the same no, time I, frame as Garcia. Yeah, no, 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 no. I thought I thought Garcia would be back faster than 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 McCullers actually, but now he's scheduled after the All Star break as well. So you got to keep her Keedy. You need six starters. You have to have six starters. I, there, I, Unless you go out and pick somebody up, but you got Rikidi for three and a half million this year, so I don't know. That's, yeah, but what's that's the, the best? That what's gonna... the best Rikidi can be? I think I think the Astros know. I, it wouldn't shock me if they if they go to the market and look for somebody younger than Rikidi. We'll see. He's I mean, not... they have to do some of their magic, and I, you know, Luno and Click aren't there. We'll just have to see if Dana Brown's good at finding what it is, and you know, Strom's not there. Can they find what it is that's made them really good at finding other pitchers? Are they going to be able to to find that talent and grow that talent still? Can you go find a young who do, do they have anyone in their you know in their system who is a surprise pitcher that is going to come up very quickly? How old do you think Arkady is? Arkady's like twenty. Well, he looks thirty six. Right. Uh, he's like twenty nine, also, isn't he? Twenty eight. Yeah. Uh, so somebody younger? You want somebody younger? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, twenty five. Well, because he's going to come up with all of his the arbitration stuff. Yeah, but he's not going to make that play. much. He, does, he, he he's not he's not deserving of a big big deal. No, no, no. Three, but three million—that's nothing to pay a pitcher now. I mean, three and a half. No, it's not. It's not a big deal unless you are trying to pay other players. Well, and then you shave wherever you can. But I don't know. I just. I'm I'd not, rather have his experience than a young guy that you don't know what you're going to get. And look at look at Hunter. As great as he was when he first came up, I might he want, was. But I might want somebody with bigger upside. Average at best this year. I might. I like Urquidy, but if you could find somebody with better upside, I'd look at that. No, eight seven fifty eight ESPN ninety seven five or, and ninety two. as part of a package. You know, maybe what about the idea of dealing Urquidy and Chaz for a guy that you feel like is in your top four pitchers? What about finding a guy that you think is a solid starting pitching four? I don't know. I like Chaz and Lonham. I, 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 I know you do, uh, but I mean, would you like a starter that you could rely on better, a talented one that's 25 years old maybe? Um, I'm hoping Hunter Brown turns it around, and I like what J.P. France did. We'll see. Uh, right now we're going to talk about TGS insurance, and when we come back we got your calls. Plus I want to get some Texans news in here. You keep saying that, on the other but side. do you mean it? Well, I can't because the callers, they all that's all they want to do is talk about the Astros. And – the Astro season is over. I don't know if anybody heard. It's a new season. Oh, it's the new season. It's, it's, the, the, it's the off it's the season, season, which is the hot stove league is what we call it. <laughs> right now? Today we started the hot <laughs> well, stove league? on radio we did, yeah. And I'm talking about TGS Insurance. It's, your, it's, your, it's a new season for you as well. It's going to be called uh, Save Money Season. And SMS is what I call Save Money Season. Um, some people talk about TMT, the money team. I just call it Save Money Season, SMS. And the best way to do that is texting the word money to 232323. What that does for you is it alerts uh, my friends over at TGS Insurance that you are interested in shopping for homeowners insurance. You want to get competitive rates. Why would you not want in this, you know, and what we have right now in society, it's built on the comp- competition. And so people competing for your job or for your business, the competitive rates, that's what is more critical than anything and if you can find a competitive rate that gives you the same coverage but saves you 
$900 this year, would you be happy with that? That happens on a, on a daily basis where they save in, you know, from the low hundreds into the thousands. And TGS Insurance wants to do that for you. Don't just think about picking up another you know, job. How am I going to make money? What am I going to cut? What am I going to cut? How about you just cut how much you're paying and overpaying for an insurance company? Text the word money to 232323. That's TGS Insurance. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Here, your family. Brother never told you, never threaten a man's family. Look at our family now. 